Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, disappointing news coming out during that break. What's going on? Welcome back. It's Beamer in for Bowerly here on WBEM. Tremaine Edmonds going to the Chicago Bears. Ah, huge, uh, huge disappointment there for the uh, – Tremaine Edmonds was great. You know, as a Virginia Tech guy, I might be a little biased. But Tremaine Edmonds, I definitely think, was worth the money. And uh, I don't know. I was hoping uh, they could make it happen, you know, with some restructure uh, contracts. But – It uh, was not meant to be. Tremaine Edmonds is heading to Chicago. Case Keenum is going to the Texans. So the Bills will be looking for a new backup quarterback this season as well. A lot of moves early on, Josh, on this uh, free agent Monday. A lot of moves in the NFL. And again, if you missed uh, last hour, looks like Aaron Rodgers will be a New York Jet in the uh, AFC East. So we'll keep you updated on all that. But I am, uh, yes, I'm very disappointed that Tremaine Edmonds is uh, no longer a Buffalo Bill. Time to get that Tim Settle jersey so I can continue with my Virginia Tech uh, Bills jerseys. Uh, it's, like I said, it's Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Talking finances, I uh, at the end of the last segment, I said that I applauded the Biden administration for actually allowing uh, oil to be drilled in Alaska. Stephen Hamburg has a comment on that. Steve, thanks for hanging during the break. Yeah, uh, Joe, uh, applauding uh, the Biden administration for allowing leases to go forward in Alaska is just absurd. Uh, they've done everything possible to impede the, the growth of the oil industry in this country. You know, one of the most important things is you can give away the lease, but if the EPA and the Department of Energy doesn't change the permitting process, it doesn't matter. The permitting process is where you get the clearance to build a road to put in the drill and to actually start the drilling. And there's so many obstructions to that that process right now by the EPA and Department of Energy for drilling. It's incredible. You can give the leases away until the cows come home, and it won't matter because the companies, if they can't get the permits to build the roads to go in and then do the actual drilling, the lease doesn't matter. And then uh, you've had uh, ESG investments targeting banks that provide money for investment in drilling, which has dried up a lot of that funding available to oil companies. So, I mean, uh, applauding Biden is like saying, please, sir, thank you for not hitting me anymore. 
You know, it, it's just a pause. It's not going to do anything. Besides, look what they've done to the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. They have just depleted that. Just well, so Steve, can... Steve, I didn't say I applauded everything the man did. I said I applaud this particular announcement uh, that has you know him going at odds with people on his side of the aisle. I, I think it's a start. I'm not. I'm not debating or, or, or saying I didn't applaud the entire administration. I'm applauding this one singular announcement. Again, not disagreeing with what you're saying. Yeah, the, the devil's in the details because it's the permitting. That's the key. And, and, and Steve, and, and Steve, you might. I'm, I'm sure you're right. And guess what? If that if that comes out and there's nothing to come of this, I guarantee I will retract my uh, my my uh, my applauding. Just one other thing about the banks, about the the Silicon Valley Bank. Yeah. Those guys, they need to, we shouldn't be bailing out that bank. We should pay up to the FDIC limit of $250,000, but they're talking about bailing these guys out. They were short-selling stocks, talking up a, 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 a bank collapse so they could have the federal government come in there. You know, they didn't have a risk assessment officer in that banking company for nine months, and they never diversified anything. You know, it was funny. I just uh, listened to a thing about M&T while I was waiting, and they were talking about how M&T is diversified. The Silicon Valley Bank never diversified. They put everything in on tech. And now we're going to have to, you know, it's one thing to help the people that are the depositors. It's the shareholders need to take a bath. They let this company be mismanaged. You know, you, you, you take a haircut, and if your shares are worthless, oh, well, too bad. All right. Hey, Steve, um, appreciate the call. Steve in Hamburg opens the line for you, 803-0930, star 930. I, I mean, you, know, you have the FDIC that insures up to 250. Again, I'll never realize uh, I'll never realize. I'll never know having two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the bank. Um, but I mean, if if I were the kind of person that had that kind of money that had an account over two fifty, I, I don't care where I'm banking. I probably would be a little nervous today. Maybe I spread that money out. Maybe I uh, look to spread my money through different uh, banks. So eight oh three oh nine thirty start on thirty. Pat on a cell is the last call I'm taking. I was literally just making a statement in passing about the. Uh, the uh, drilling um, announcement, but Steve had his say. Pat on a cell will have his say, and then we will get away from the drilling topic. Pat, thanks for calling in. Well, thanks, and I don't know that it's my say. The say before congressional hearing last year, where the six largest oil companies in uh, the United States testified, their CEOs, one after another, testified that they have enough leases to last them decades. That's the exact quote. And when Steve said that uh, the funding is drying up to do these kind of things, I want to point out that last year Chevron and Exxon had combined profits of $75 billion, but they don't reinvest because of what they described as shareholder pressure. That's their stockholders wanting a, a big return off the average guy's back. All right. Well, Pat, I uh, thank you for sharing those uh, points. Appreciate the call, Pat on a cell. All right, so like I said, I was just applauding the the announcement again. There's obviously some things I have uh, that uh, with the Biden administration that I don't applaud. Um, this announcement, and you know what? To Steve's point, maybe uh, maybe I'll be uh, upset and I'll have to retract my applaud, or 
To Pat's point, maybe I won't. We'll, we'll have to see. But I appreciate uh, the calls on that. Back to banking and your finances at 803-0930, star 930. Um, we have more Americans living paycheck to paycheck than not living paycheck to paycheck. And the number actually went up between the year 2022, I'm sorry, 2021 and 2022. More people are living paycheck to paycheck in December of 2021 than, I'm sorry, I screwed that up. More Americans were living paycheck to paycheck in December 22 than they were in December of 21, okay? And we're seeing that number go up. We are seeing Americans who have the resources, have the resources to save, make the money to where they, if you, if you calculate, if they actually just put a budget together, could be living pretty comfortably and have money saved. But we have a lot of Americans, and I'll take blame as a millennial, it's probably my generation, we have a lot of Americans that spend as they get it. I have the money. I'm going to buy this. And you know what? I'm probably a little guilty of that, right? I probably have that millennial uh, mentality like, uh, you know, I probably should save this money, but some wings sound good tonight and order food instead of making something cheap at home, right? I, I probably have that. Ex- I, I'm probably part of what they're explaining there. Yeah, I could probably save more money if I didn't look at my account and go, well, I have money for this. Why not get it? But like I said at the end of the last segment, and we'll finally get to that after traffic, there are things that money's not an issue. And yeah, I'll, I'll you know do my groceries on the cheapest of cheap. But if one of these four things come around, I'm buying it no matter what. What is that for you? It is Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. As always, thankful for you joining me. All right, so we're talking about money. I'll finally get to what I've been teasing for three segments. Uh, we're talking about money, and we're talking about saving money, and we're talking about budgeting money, right? And we've all had those conversations, right, in our households. Uh, I don't think we have the money for this. Maybe we should wait a week to do that, right? Okay, we've all been there. But we all also have those categories of expenses that no matter what, we will sell something to be able to pay for something. I probably could have worded that better. For me, and this does not, it, this, this would not surprise anyone, right? I will tell my wife that I am going to spend less than $40 at the grocery store for, <laughs> for five dinners or, you know, whatever. But... I will somehow always have the money for vacations, sports tickets, television packages, and going out for sporting events. Those are things that I will always somehow find the money for. I'll always make an excuse, right? Hey, I don't want to spend over $100 this week. Hey, let's go to the game. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go to the game. Concessions on me. You know, it's it's so, and we all have that. People are yelling at the radio right now saying, Joe, that's so irresponsible. But I'm sure there is something in your life that budgeting goes out the window when this particular category comes up. I think for a lot of people, it's vacation. I think a lot of people throw the budget out the window when they go on vacation. And they will, you know, skip or pay something late to have money 
for vacation. So what is it for you? 803-0930, star 930, asking you, do you live paycheck to paycheck? How did you get away from living paycheck to paycheck? Now also asking you, what is that one thing that you overspend on? No matter what you're doing, you're going. You know, for me, it's bill season tickets, Virginia Tech road trips. You know, I might have to go really cheap at the grocery store that week, but I'm going to be at the stadium. I'm going to be in Blacksburg, right? Oh, my car needs oil. We're going to wait an extra week because there's a payment due for my bill season tickets, (laughs) right? And, And again, that sounds immature, Right? A lot of people would be upset with that. A financial advisor would say that's crazy. But I guarantee you, if I look at stuff you've spent money on, you have overspent cons- uh, consistently in a particular category. This is a time for us to all just admit that there are categories we overspend on. Right, And maybe it's something that's really nice. Maybe you overspend on your family. You overspend on your children. Right? I would say growing up, my parents uh, spoiled my sister and I, and they probably overspent on us at times when they, that money probably could have gone to something else. So what is it that you overspend on? Eight oh three oh nine thirty star 930. Or maybe you try to find a cheaper version of something, but at the end, you're going to end up with this product or something in this category. For me, it's tickets. It's vacations. But for you, it might be, yeah, I really like this something. If I can find it cheaper, I will. But at the end of the day, I'm going to end up having it one way or another. And I knew this one was coming up on the Volkswagen Abortion Park text board. Disney World or Universal Orlando. How many people do the yearly or every other year trip to Disney World or somewhere in Florida? Right. I mean, we're all on social media. Numerous times, you know, there are numerous people I know they're going to be in Vegas one weekend of the year and they're going to be in Florida another weekend of the year. (laughs) Right. We all know that person. (laughs) And I'll tell you, I love Las Vegas. I I actually can't believe I haven't been in five years. Wow. I haven't been to Vegas since 2018. That's hurt. That hurts. That hurts. I can't believe it's been so long. But I love Vegas. And if someone texts me, hey, I've got an offer for you to go to Vegas this weekend, I'd have to run it by my wife. But I would, if, if, I, if I could go, I would find the money to go to Vegas, right? And, you know, I'd put everything else on the back burner. And there are, so, there are people who have places like that. And again, they have products like that. Something comes up once a year. No matter what, I'm getting this, I'm getting that. What is it for you? 803-0930, star 930. What do you overspend on? And doesn't mean that we're not trying to save money. Doesn't mean we're not budgeting. But when this thing, when this thing comes around, the budget goes out the window for a week or a month. 803-0930, star 930. It's Beamer in for Bowerly talking with you after this on News Radio 930. W-B-E-N. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Bright light city gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care. And I'm just a devil with love to spare. So Viva Las Vegas. All right, welcome back. Talking about Las Vegas, of course I think of this Elvis song, but when I hear this Elvis song, you know where I have to go, a very popular commercial that aired for years, when I hear Viva Las Vegas, my mind automatically goes to this. Maybe. Talk to your doctor about Viagra, <laughs> yeah. America's most prescribed treatment for erectile dysfunction. 
Every time I hear Viva Las Vegas, my, I go right to the Viva Viagra song. I mean, that those commercials aired. That, that song had to air for like a decade, right? Viva Viagra. And then you had uh, the Cialis, right? They've got, they're in the, the bathtubs. What was the other one? There was, a, w- w- Mike Dicka was in it. What was the one with Mike Dicka? It was an NFL sponsor. It was like Viagra. I can't remember the name of it. If anyone remembers the, I don't think, uh, they don't advertise anymore. But it was like Viagra. It was like Cialis. But it was like, it, Mike Dicka was the, uh, was the voice of it. We'll have to get to the bottom of that. But yes. I can't listen to Viva Las Vegas without also hearing Viva Viagra. It is Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930. WBEN asking you a very simple question. What do you overspend on? We're all talking about saving, about budgeting, this and that. What do you overspend on? 8030930, Star 930, Brian in Buffalo. Brian, what do you overspend on? Vacations. Where's your favorite? Vacations, totally. Where's your favorite vacation spot? New Orleans. All right. New Orleans is always fun. So, Brian, let me ask. Do you budget to get to vacation or it's vacation time, you're going and you're taking everything with you? It's vacation time, going and taking everything. You only live once. I like that. Uh, my, my, my wife, she passed away 2020. We went on a cruise 2017. I'm glad I took her on the cruise. She was on she was on dialysis. So you only live once, and life is too damn short. Spend the money. Yeah, I I, I like that slogan. I like that way of uh, way of thinking, Brian. You only live once. Yolo. I appreciate the call, Brian in Buffalo. You only live once. Got to go on vacations. Got to see the country. You know, it's it's amazing to me. And again, you know, I understand people. You know, all different finances. And hey, I mean, I. I um I wish we all wish we had more money. We all right? I mean even people with a ton of money wish they had more money. And that's why I uh that's why I personally um you know I'll I'll work a second job, you know? I after this I'm going to go out, work for a few hours at another job. Why? Number 1, I could use the money. But number 2, even if even if I made double what I make now, I think my my life slogan's always been, if there's money to be made, why make it? Why not make it? What else am I going to do today? Right after this, go home, and there's a baseball game at 10 I want to watch, but there's nothing. Oh, they got the Sabres at 7.30. I can listen to that on the radio. Why not? If there's money out there to to be made, why not go make it? And and that's, that's been, I mean, hey, I've worked, my wife and I had this conversation yesterday. I've worked two jobs or more since the age of 20. Now, if I was better at budgeting, <laughs> maybe maybe I wouldn't need to be working two jobs. No, but I've worked two or more jobs since the age of 20. And you know what? I don't see a time where I won't be working two jobs. And that's not anything against my employer. No, it's just if there's money out there, if I've got free time, I'm going to go make a little extra money. Right? That's always been my mindset. And you see people who are just super successful, Right? Never a financial problem. They, they never have a, a problem with money. And they're always looking for more ways to make money. You know, and people get mad at them. Oh, don't you already have enough money? But the thing is, the people who are successful are the people who don't spend money like it grows on trees. But also, if there's an opportunity to make money, they'll make money. 
I'm kind of in the middle there, right? Like, I'm very much like Brian in Buffalo. You only live once. I've got the money. I want to do this. Why not do it, right? But at the, uh, uh, at the other hand, do you really need to do that? You know, and there's a lot of things in life where I'll have that debate with myself. And we've all had that debate in our head. Should I do this? Should I not do this? Is it worth the money? Is it not worth the money? But like I said, we all have that one thing where no matter what, we're doing it. We don't have that debate in our head. I've never had a debate in my head over Bill's season tickets. I've never had a debate in my head over going to Blacksburg for a tech game. I've never had a debate in my head about going out for a sporting event. And I've certainly never had a debate in my head about going on vacation. Those are four things I probably, yes, overspend on. Probably at times upset my wife because I overspend on those things. But I will never, quite, those, will, those are things that will never get questioned in my head. I, the only thing I'd be upset is if I missed one of those four things. If I missed out on vacation. If I missed a game, Right. Those are the things that then I'm upset, I'm upset and having a discussion in my head. But I'll never have, you know, I'll have a debate about what to buy at the grocery store based on price. And we're talking about the difference between maybe $10 and $13, okay? And that debate, there are certain things where I will do a turnaround and go back to the aisle after getting something else I need. No lie. But then you're talking about, you know, Two, three hundred dollars for a particular sporting event or for flights to a vacation. And I press confirm without even thinking when I was planning to go to the uh, AFC championship game that never happened. Yes, I found the cheapest flight, but I didn't debate clicking purchase. I didn't debate clicking confirm when I bought the AFC championship tickets. So it's funny. I, I will I will have a a 30-minute debate over $3 at the grocery store. But when it's one of those four things that I will overspend on, that I will never say no to myself about, that debate never happens. And I think it's very interesting. And we all have it. Like I said, we all have, we all have that one category we'll overspend on. Now, the problem is a lot of Americans, and this is probably why we live paycheck to paycheck, they will overspend on anything. It's not just a particular category, right? They'll overspend. They'll get takeout instead of cook something at home. And my wife and I have been guilty of this, right? We've got a fridge full of stuff. We've got, you know, soup. We've got stuff in the pantry. And instead we order something that's, you know, 35 bucks. The problem is you spend 35 bucks on dinner and then stuff that you were going to cook goes bad. And now you've lost that on top of the 35 bucks for dinner. Again, I think this probably is a big millennial issue. And that's why you're seeing the number um, of Americans living paycheck to paycheck, 64%. And that's why you see such a high number of people who have the, the resources to save still living paycheck to paycheck because it's that mindset of spend it once you get it. And you spend that paycheck on Friday. And on Tuesday, when a bill's due... You're like, where's all this money? Oh, you spent it on the weekend because, well, you had it. And you spend it while you have it. Todd's in Elma. Todd, what do you think of all this? I think it's the exact problem. People don't budget or save. They just go and put money on credit, buy whatever, and just go for the instant gratification. And it kind of boggles my mind, not that I didn't 
walk that step in life, but nobody taught me about money, so I learned the hard way. But I pay cash for damn near everything now, and I try to teach everybody that. But I don't know how anybody can go on a vacation when their credit card's maxed out and actually enjoy it. I'd be stressed to the gills. Now, Todd, you talk about budgeting, and you talk about learning the hard way to get there. What what was the, the early steps like to get into a place now where you can pay cash for everything and be financially comfortable? Honestly, there's a guy out there, Dave Ramsey, is who I follow. He's got, much like other programs, he's got a 10-step program for you. Um, it's it's actually seven steps. But, you know, you, you do your bills, right? You know all your debts, and you just hit the smallest one, and then whatever, if you were spending 50 bucks for the bill, you go to the next smallest bill, but you don't change your spending. You put that 50 bucks on the next one. And then when you pay off the second one, now you have $100. Now you take that 100 bucks and put it on the third one, and it snowballs. And the next thing you know, you're paying off things like white lightning, and you got cash. You know, you're you're buying cars for cash. I mean, it, I did it, so I know it can be done. So, Todd, you're, you're a big spend cash. You don't have – you don't – max out credit cards you don't even put money on credit cards i have one credit card for business uh for the points for travel and i told my wife if we ever carry a balance one time that thing gets cut up and turned off that's todd that's a heck of a rule and uh let me tell you i i, I that, that snowball plan and i've heard so many people mention from dave ramsey I, I think, you know, it's it's the smartest one because, like you said, you, you tackle your smallest debt first and then work your way up to the biggest one. And I think the problem is too many people try it, that biggest one first, get, um, you know, uh, get to feel defeated and completely give up on any of their debts. Well, people will tell you you should pay the one off with the highest interest. It's not a math problem. It's a you problem. That's why you need to get the little victories and pay off your bills, smallest to biggest, because... If it was simply a math problem, you wouldn't be in debt in the first place. Yep. So people got to change habits. Hey, Todd, appreciate the call. Todd and Elma. And, and budgeting is a, is a big thing. And let me tell you right now, um, you know, I, I I think the problem with budgeting, I mean, there's no problem with it. I think people get uh, distracted or get taken off their budget once and they don't want to go back to it. You know, kind of like what we talked about at the end of the three o'clock hour. You have this budget, and it's working fine. It's like a diet, right? It's like dieting. The first few weeks go by really well. You're getting your workouts in. You're cutting your calories. But then you get you get that first distraction, right? Maybe it's a party. Maybe it's a wedding, like we talked about earlier. But you have some distracted, a family get-together, and maybe you had, you know, you'd been eating 1,600 calories a day, and you had like 8,000. All right, that might be a little drastic, but you get what I'm saying. You go off your diet one day, and then the next day, like, oh, well, you know, I'm a little hungover from the night before. I'll I'll get back to everything on Monday. Next thing you know, you've been off your diet for four weeks. I think a lot of people look at the budget that way. Budget's going good. You've saved up some money. Then you get that curveball, right? You get that curveball, and now you've got this major expense where you took out all your savings and then still had to put something on a card. We've all been there. And the budget's out the window because now you're trying to pay off this and that. And next thing you know, that budget that was going well for four or five weeks, you've completely given up on it because of the one curveball. Just like a diet, the one curveball has thrown the entire thing off. And I think that's the problem. I'll tell you, I know that's the problem. Getting discouraged by one unforeseen 
expense. But that's what CNBC and Bankrate are talking about. You know, most Americans don't have $1,000 saved for emergency expenses. 64% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. That number up uh, over the last year. And something that most people would say is concerning. People have the resources, just don't save. But that, but the budget thing, and I'm just as guilty, believe me, I'm just as guilty of falling off a diet as I am falling out of uh, budgeting. And it is the same thing. You get the one thing, the one unforeseen um, curveball, and the diet, the budget, out the window. 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Getting uh, some good texts in, you know, and it's all about, hey, no matter who you are, even people who called in, we all splurge at some time, right? We all have a vacation we love to go on. We all have family that's over and we all want to take them out. We all splurge. Everyone, every now and then, will overspend. They'll go all out on a vacation, all out on a family event. I mean, let's be honest. That's, we, we've all will do that. Even those with a budget, they probably just are better prepared because they're writing a budget. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's easier now, but you know how many apps there are for making a budget? It's just like, just like with a diet. It's, it's the same thing with my diet analogy. You know how many uh, apps you have to budget your money? Free apps that will link to your bank account, see how much money you bring in, help you budget every week. It, it, it sounds so simple, but it really is probably the easiest way to really start saving money and to be prepared for those uh, unexpected curveballs. Um, someone said on the, on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text part, unforeseen expenses occur, especially on a home. Well, texter, that's why I don't own a home. That it, and people, and this is not the next hour topic, please don't, because I know people are going to get upset with me saying this, but I, I say it all the time. One of my favorite parts of not owning a home is if something happens in my apartment, it's a phone call to someone who can fix it. And it costs me nothing. You know what I mean? I don't have to worry about the roof. I don't have to worry about the lawn or snow cleanup or the driveway. And I know, I know that sounds really immature. I know that's like, Joe, it's time to grow up. But you know what? With a child on the way, it's nice to know for the first few years of that child's life, there won't be unforeseen house expenses. And again, you can call me immature. You can say whatever you want. That, to me, is one, is one stress out of my life, right? For a few years, I don't have to worry about a home expense. And you know what? I'm all about that. And I... I'm, like I said, that is one positive, I feel, of living in an apartment because I know people who own homes and, you know, just like with a car, I mean, there's nothing worse than when you have an unforeseen car expense one month and the next month your basement floods or the next month, you know, you discover that you need to put a whole new roof on your house ASAP or something, you know, floods your backyard. Those are unforeseen expenses, and, you know, that's, that's the curveball that throws the budget right out the window. So, glad we had this discussion. And again, I don't think this is our last financial discussion. We've had two banks fail over the weekend, right? 
the second and third largest bank collapse in American history. I'm sure. I, I'm not sure. I don't want to say that. That sounds awful. I'll say this. I'll word it this way. I'm sure the economy and financials will come up again in conversation. So I'm sure we will circle back to this at some time. Uh, But I do appreciate the calls and the texts on this topic and everyone being so open with their lessons and their struggles uh, when it comes to their expenses. Now, for this final hour, we're going to go through a few things that I have seen over the weekend But I'm also going to have my annual reminder that CBS and Turner Sports ruined the March Madness theme song. It used to sound amazing in in the 90s and early 2000s. For some reason, they just sample it now, and it sounds awful. We're going to get into that. Also, many Americans will be taking Thursday and Friday off this week. I'll ask you if you're one of those Americans, but also, what is another non-office holiday that a large number of people take off every year? It can be region-wide or nationwide, 803-0930, star 930, and also, can we start calling the boneless wing what it really is? More after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 